Warning, warning. Three idiots are reading the SCP files over the income. Please get in your... Do the bed. So? Do I curve your recording? Or does it matter to me? Ten, honey. Do I to welcome these people? This is live. Yes, you have to welcome them. You have to say hello. Welcome back. Welcome to Discovering SCP. Welcome back. My God. Tanoni's been on a kick I lately. He's treating. Agent. He only cares about the eighth role space fans now that he has more than one. <laughs> Do I give a swag? Stop being so needlessly hostile. We have a guest today. Be nice. Oh my um, God, yes. My moodlet has gone up by hundred percent. Yes, we would like to welcome a very special guest. They've been a long-time fan of the podcast and have been in our comments. And they came to me a little bit ago and suggested that they'd like to do another Int episode with us. And we thought that'd be awesome. So everybody, please give a welcoming hand... Uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? A welcoming hand to Guare. I couldn't remember the phrase. I'll know if you don't fucking clap. Yeah, we'll know. Um, um, hi, I am, I am Guare. Yeah. And... Um, Ayuda, me tienen esclavizados. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so glad to have you. Um, and you picked out some articles, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Would you I like to... The Spanish branch of the wiki. It's my yes. favorite fucking episode because I don't have to do shit. <laughs> yeah, Tian doesn't have to do anything. So, Rory, how many articles do you have for me today? Um, okay, I, ha I have at least two. Awesome, two articles. All right, uh, do you mind dropping the fat link for the first one for us? Okay, the first one is SCP ES 26. Oh, yes. SCP ES dash. Oh. Okay, sweet, there's a link. Wait, this is 179. Um, what are you talking? It is clearly ES 026. Here on the podcast, we have things called bits. I assume this is a bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm so lonely. Well, this is a long one. All right. Oh, are we... Okay. So okay. Yeah. All right. Is we... it better to reach? Am I right? Um, okay. Who begins reading? This is um by well, I'm seeing the this one was posted by Doctor Reach. Is is that yeah. right? He, he uh they yeah. said this is the first English version of SCP ES twenty six Sal Sway Sword translated and rewritten according to mainless standards. Uploading see, images see. as soon as possible. Very interesting. So this was an ES and now it's a mainlist article. And that was in 20... Yeah, exactly. That's... Hmm? The thing. Oh, okay. And, yeah, that's exactly why I wanted to show it. Because it's one oh, of yeah. the oh, yes. examples of that. Fair enough, fair enough. I and this is one I'm familiar with. And this is from... This was done in 2014, which was, like, past Series 1's time. So this must have been, like, a, a later Series 1 entry, which is very interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, Tian... I have not read this one either, so I'm excited to have a look. Yeah, Tian, why don't you start reading? Hmm? I was about to. <laughs> Oh, wait, I think, yeah, wait, I do know this one, but yes, it's a very good one. I do remember this one, actually. Item number, SCP-179. Object class, Safe. Fuck that, it's for me out. Hell yeah. Thought Special container okay. procedures. SCP-179 remains beyond the reach of currently known groups of interest, including the Foundation. All containment efforts are focused towards a grade 3 emission cover-up, coupled with the discouragement or sabotage of exploration and research missions that attempt to study Sysmercurian space and orbits that go through it. Uh, what is cis Mercurian space? I say raising it. Mercury. Is that true, Guare? Yeah, it is. Okay, I trust you more than Tan because Tan can't even count in Roman numerals, so he's I'm not Roman. exactly a man. 
Am I Roman? Uh, Actually, the Romans didn't invade Britain, so technically I'm wrong. You probably are. Yeah, you're probably like one eight hundredth Roman. Julius Caesar himself created <laughs> me from his rib. <laughs> but um, yeah, normally I like to guess what it is based on containment procedures, but I have no fucking clue. I'm guessing it's something like a comet or a planet, and we all just pretend it doesn't exist based on the omission cover-up. But why don't you keep reading, Tan? I will. Description. SCP-179 is a humanoid entity located at a constant distance of approximately 40,000 kilometers from the south polar region of the solar photosphere, locked to the rotation axis of Sol. However, it does not orbit it. Most recent recordings of SCP-179 indicate that it seems to maintain a continuous orbit around the center of the galaxy. Through the combined efforts of 43 years of continuous surveying, the external appearance of SCP-179 has been defined as a human female of undetermined ethnic group of between 20 and 40 years of age. Its entire bodily surface is covered in or composed of a matte black material. Its hair appears to be composed of this material, measures over 34 kilometers long, and is constantly pushed away by solar wind. However, this part of SCP-179 seems to reflect variable amounts of sunlight, this reflection being the phenomenon that indicated its existence to Foundation astrophysicists during 19, excuse me, 1940. Several markings of ta- or tattoos are placed throughout its bodily midline. Judging from their brightness, these markings might be of metallic composition and of a golden hue. These tattoos include several symbols that we've identified as those typically resembling the sun and the six innermost planets of the solar system, according to Medieval Alchemy, including, in this order, the symbol of gold in the subject's forehead, right underneath the hairline, the symbol of mercury under the nose, circling both lips, the symbol of copper between the medial ends of the clavicles, Daedra expunged autosensor level SC4, non-trivial cognitive acid detected with the anatomically correct shape of a human heart, Placed over the location where a heart would be in a female human of the same apparent age and bodily proportions. The symbol of iron in the upper abdominal region. The symbol of tin in the lower abdominal region. Part of a final symbol in the pelvic region. While the anatomy of this region makes its clear observation difficult, it's been hypothesized that the symbol of lead is also present and complete in the perineum region. Mm-hmm. SCP-179 keeps its ventral side oriented towards Earth most of the time, but it has been observed to look towards other areas on occasion. Redacted. All further data redacted as per administrative warning ES-026. So I'm what curious, what's a ventral side? Ventral side? Yeah, I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means, Darnell? <laughs> Let me tell you about it. Ventral is on or relating to the underside of an animal or plant. Abdominal. I learned that on <laughs> word for adventure. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Uh, honestly, this one's got me fucking... Oh, sorry, what were you saying, Gwari? Congratulations, you can read Wikipedia. Yeah, Tan, did you open Wikipedia? That didn't sound like a word no, farm adventure definition. Google. It's not word farm adventure, buddy. They um, have the same definition. They, just, you, they write their own definitions. Yeah. <laughs> no plagiarism smile. Um, I don't know what the fuck this is. It sounds like some sort of homunculus or like old god or something. I don't know. It sounds like a babe, am I right? I don't know. Um, no, for real though, I have no clue what this is supposed to be. I'm totally lost. I don't even have a guess. Uh, is this related to anything we've read before, Tan? It is not, now. Let's find out more. Oh, yeah. Keep reading, Tan. Administrative warning, ES-026. As of blank, 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 SCP-179 has been reclassified... Oh, wait a minute! 
So it's all related to the sun, right? And it's all alchemy, and it's a thaumiel. Maybe it like keeps the sun from exploding or something. That's all right. That's my guess. You locking that in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm locking that in. Locked in. Yeah. All involved personnel with a clearance level below four slash one seven nine will be either promoted or reassigned to fit this new classification, depending on their relevance for the continuated surveillance and cover up operations as directed by the current head research for SCP one seven nine. All reassigned personnel will be subject to polymath await memory reduction therapy or declass amnestics in a high dosage grade with a maximum retrograde effect of 10 years of experience, Ew. depending on the time spent working in SCP-179 prior to its relaxed classification. SCP-179's existence will be subject to an orbital misinformation standardized intelligence obstruction and neutralization campaign. I was looking at that, it seems like a funny acronym for it, but no. <laughs> As per Emission Protocol 4, items 4.5, 4.6, and 4.7, most documentation relating to the SCP has been classified level 4, top secret. Any further data related to the SCP has been classified level 5, formiel, and will be made available only to authorized 5 179 personnel. Be advised that unauthorized access to SCP 179 research materials will be considered type 3B offense, unauthorized data management while lacking appropriate global clearance. Punishable by compulsory memory reduction therapy with immediate reassignment and or demotion. Oh, Chris. And then there's like a little collapsible. But honestly, I got to be real. I'm so lost so far. What, what, do we, what do we actually know? Help me out here, Guare. Okay, um, first of all, we know that it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we, know that... Sorry. <laughs> we, we know that she's in space. Okay. And that she has relation to the solar system. Okay, so so I'm not too behind. Then. Oh, you are going to blind. Uh, and what was the last part you said? I'm sorry. Um, and it was about to say that she she has relation to the solar system, and it's very it's very important. Gotcha. we don't yet know. All right, so she's in the solar system for a reason. We need her. So I'm actually not as behind as I thought, because that's all I had grasped so far from all of this nonsense. Um, and I'm very curious to see what yeah, this, yeah, what this collapsible is. All right, dope, dope, dope. Look at the collapsible. <clears throat> SCP-179 is sensitive to all radiation and electromagnetic expression, intelligent and able to communicate through multiple anomalous means, including but not limited to radio and laser communications interference. Only one instance of SCP communication with Foundation personnel has occurred thus far, where the SCP proved to be fluent in French. Oh, smile. I don't want to talk to the SCP anymore. <laughs> it's French. Get it out of here. <laughs> she, she, she do be just like me, though. Tan, you this content. Tan, have you ever told me? <laughs> I was going to say, did you tell the hamburger story? Good times. As this content did not result in a clear statement of SCP-179's intentions to our Foundation its mission, all efforts must be made to prevent contact by any known groups of interest with SCP-179. Misinformation operations and other preemptive measures have been deployed. Most recorded movements performed by the SCP have been related to extraterrestrial threats, both anomalous or non-anomalous in nature, on a collision or orbital insertion course with the Earth. These threatening items have been identified as capable of causing C-click A-class reconfiguration events that divide Earth's impacts on human societies and Earthly life in general if allowed to reach Earth. If impact with Earth or orbital insertion occurs without proper response and containment by Foundation operatives, these items of interest may be capable of causing XK-class end-of-the-world scenarios. 
SCP-179 will usually address an item or items of interest by pointing at them with an arm, and when more than one item of interest is present, will be able to generate additional limbs and not anatomically identical to its arms as needed. Survey data indicates that SCP-179 performs other motions specific to each item of interest addressed, such as raising different fingers or moving its arms in an array as of yet undecipherable patterns at fixed intervals, whether these motions contain information or not has not been determined to date. The limits of the SCP's detection capacities have not been clearly ascertained. While the SCP has been able to detect potentially harmful objects beyond the Trans-Neptunian region, those threats have been detected by other surveillance and exploration systems, usually under Foundation control, or in at least three separate instances were visible to the naked eye from Earth. However, they had not been immediately recognised as threats. It's hypothesized that the SCP may only detect and react to active threats that remain detectable to other observing parties without the Cisneptunian region, while being able to unerringly determine their harmful nature. All items of interest approaching Earth within Cisneptunian space that, are that had considerable destructive capacity have been detected by the SCP without failure, often when no observers known to the Foundation were aware of them. As such, the SCP and all personnel, orbital equipment, and facilities dedicated to its surveillance remain the most reliable early warning system the Foundation possesses to detect and, when possible, prevent potentially dangerous incursions within surveyed space. The SCP is able to determine which interplanetary objects port areas a threat to Earth, humankind, or the Earthly biosphere, but makes it a critical asset for the composite orbital early warning system, COWS. Project of the Foundation, <laughs> which currently involves SCP blank, SCP blank, oh, SCP yeah. blank blank, and SCP blank, XCPOA 003 to 042, Experimental Foundation Orbital Assets, Site 34, Site 103, Site 98, Area 08, Site blank, Site blank blank, blank blank blank, and Command Site blank. I was starting to wonder if this was really a Series 1, but I think I'm good now. No, it, it is one both here and in the Spanish wiki. Hell yeah. As well as several personnel embedded in different space agencies and international consortia related to space exploration. All data of interest related to or obtained for SCP-179 will be marked OWS-179, which will be considered high-priority information to all Foundation departments. I need a second. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we shall continue from here. Uh, so I'm very interested. So basically, it's sort of like uh, it just points at threats, so we know they're coming. But yeah. you need pretty high tech equipment to spot it, don't you? I mean, they've been covering it up from NASA and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's the foundation. You have the equipment. I guess it's just like how long has this thing been up there, and why is it helping out? You know. Uh, I'm very curious. Uh, Tan, do you need me to read the bullet points for a bit so you can breathe? If you could. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, oh, shoot. This is non American time. It's day, month, year, right, Quarry? In, in English. In, yeah, yeah, it's day, month, year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so the 13th of December, 1940. First recorded movement of SCP 179. The entity, that had remained with both arms crossed, raised an arm towards a previously undetected interplanetary object on a collision course with Earth. After its impact, in an event that damaged the city of data expunged extensively with large quantities of an anomalous mucus secretion and left more than 1,300 dead, which, combined with the anomalous phenomena related to redacted as per previous expungement, remaining central item reclassified SCP-blank. 
SCP-179 returned to its original position. All right, uh, 22nd of September, 1942. Sixth recorded movement of SCP-179. The entity raises an arm towards Redacted on a collision course with Earth. Item of interest crashes nearby Auckland, New Zealand on uh, the, the 4th of October, 1942. Item separates upon impact into several devices of mechanical nature. Data expunged recently formed sub-entities with minimal civilian casualties. Once Foundation operatives contain the item proper, which is reclassified Redacted and terminating most sub-entities, SCP-179 returns to its original position. Mobile Task Forces, redacted all data on involved assets expunged from records, proceeds to track and destroy all remaining sub-entities. Blank, blank, 19, blank. 18th recorded movement of SCP-179. The entity raises its right arm towards data expunged. Up to the state, the entity has kept one of its primary arms, shifting from one to the other as necessary, pointing in the same direction. Uh-oh. Uh, what... The 1st of March, 1949, 23rd recorded movement of SCP-179, the entity raises an arm towards an Amor-class asteroid that has adopted a collision course with Earth. The Foundation uses a combination of several SCP objects to launch a remote-controlled interplanetary vehicle that acts as a gravitatory tow line. This mission is announced a success on the 3rd of May, 1951. At this time, SCP-179 returns to its original position. Note, surveying elements observed that the entity performed a motion that could have been a nod. Reclassification request to Euclid status filed and denied. Oh, so they were like, hey, good job out there. Um... <laughs> 13th of December, 1998. Hey, I would have been a baby then. Uh, 403rd recorded... To Earth in the hospital where Darnell was born. We took him out quickly. I was born three months earlier than that. Okay, so you don't even know me. Yeah, but this uh, is when you became self-aware. <laughs> three months old, I turned online. Yeah. 403rd recorded movement of SCP-179. The entity stops watching the Earth for two days and 13 hours when it looks towards the Jovian system. Once this interval is over, SCP-179 looks at Earth again. Then we have the 9th of September, 2002. 487th recorded movement of... S Jesus, that's a lot of movements in four years. Uh, recorded movement of SCP-179. SCP-179 points an armed Type 11 dimensional weapon. Further data on SCP-11-DW expunged as per 05-11 Executive Command. Launched from Area 08 to test SCP-179's detection capabilities. Um, item remains in a prime configuration for blank minutes, ready to be launched at a test location on Earth. It is not identified by SCP-179 until it is 3,670 kilometers above the Earth's surface when SCP-179 reacts to it as a threat and points at it. Device subsequently reconfigured to a standby configuration, redirected towards its primary target data expunged, still in transit from the Kuiper Belt. SCP-179 returns to its previous position. Uh, the 16th of October, 2003. Contact with 179 is achieved via the blank 2 probe. Subsequent movements register in addendum 179-02. SCP-179 reclassified Thaumiel. See addendum SCP-179-02. Okay, so, uh, Tan, do you want to take back over? Absolutely. SCP-179 was first approached by the Tanhini 2 probe, a microsatellite equipped with multiple recording, analysis, and communication devices incorporated into the Tanhini probe in a clandestine operation. The Tanhini probe acted as a relay for the Tanhini 2 probe and Foundation Mission <laughs> Control. <laughs> Contact and communications, my big face floating through space. Mm. Contact and communication with the entity was not foreseen nor programmed. When visual uh, contact with the SCP was established, 
obtaining an unprecedentedly clear, very high-resolution image of its surface, the entity began to move its lips, forming the faux means of a greeting in spoken French. What follows is a complete translation of the exchange. All right, Guara, um, you want you want to do this with me, buddy, or do you want me and Tan to do it? Um, and yeah, I would like to do it. Awesome. Do you want to be the SCP or researcher, Graham? I would like to be the hot woman, yeah. Awesome. Who wouldn't? Am I right, fellas? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, why don't you spin us off here, um, Guara? Uh, we are on the the log, I believe. Uh, you don't have to read the timestamps. You can just read like what she's saying. Okay, okay, I'll start. Hello, I am the lookout. My name is Welshwesor. Do you like my brother? I like him too. He's big, so big, and so very warm. If you want to talk to me, please use your satellite to wave talk to me. It will be easier than coming here, probably. It remains immobile until that time. Yeah. Research assigned to SCP-179 detects this movement. Level 3 researcher Thomas Graham, who is fluent in French, is selected by head researcher Xander Klaus to conduct a part no! exchange with SCP-179. The 2 probe is used as a radio relay from this point onward. The SCP is able to receive, understand, and transmit radio communications. SCP-179's transmissions read as a monotone, featureless human voice that speaks in French. The subsequent exchange occurs with a 16 minutes and 39.6 second delay between each message. Corresponding to the distance between the SCP and Earth in return. That will be omitted in the rest of the documents. Who are you? I, my name is Saul Swessor. I am the lookout. I behold. I often warm, almost always, when I have to. That way, there is further life. What do you mean, the lookout? It's me, Smiles. Aww. We have noticed the significance of your movements. Who do you report to? To those who know where to look. To you. To look. But not just you, but you. Ooh. When you say brother, are you referring to the son? He's my brother, Chawel. He wears me up. He's carrying fire and loving light. Caressing me with his arms and his voice and renews me. Or for fall to light. He is your source. Where do you come from? I was born a child. The entity not towards Earth. For how long have you been in your current location? I do not want to tell you. Smile. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it yeah. adopts a fetal position. Remains looking towards us and pointing at redacted. Each of the entity remains visible for the Honeychuck Prof. How did you reach your current position? How did you acquire the properties you currently possess? I was grown into a woman. This is how I live now. Could you give us further details, please? No. <laughs> we would like to know more about you. Why not tell us? Um, I'm sorry. I won't be yours. I can't belong to any one person. 
The Foundation's work protects all of humanity, all life on... <clears throat> all life on Earth. Don't you find this work of the greatest importance? Yes. I am doing it. Look upon me and know. If we've understood your capacities correctly, we believe you could do far more than that. Sharing all the information you have, not just about the dangerous threats against humankind and Earth, could be of great benefit to all parts involved. I am too big, and you are too small. There is a sea of nothing, and islands of lights. I am their shore. To you come the monsters, the founding feast of the voids, the longing gods beyond our knowledge. I am the lookout. I see the ripples in their wake. You want me to pledge my sight no to you, only to you. So you, only you, can be greater. Even if you find restraint, defend, and me to be yours. That's not why I am here. There are others. Others I assist. Others I warn. Others beyond your seeing walls of grey, grey, base rock. Others beyond the reach of your weary satellites. Others beyond the home or home. Others I know. Others I love. Others you won't care for. Others that came before. And overall, others beyond the little wall of rules. Unborn, unloved, and flesh, and memories, and oaths you built around yourself until you don't even remember them. Others I love, I love, dearly. And yet, only my brother is unequal to me. Excuse me, I don't understand what you mean by others. Could you please explain yourself with other words? Smiles, but I have no words left. Damn. Smile. Tan, are you sure that you, uh, like, I'm surprised you didn't remember this one. This feels like it was written by you, almost. It's got some Tan Honey Touch. Despite several communication attempts, the SCP did not... You think I know what electromagnetic signals are? Are you serious? Yeah, that's true. This guy can't even <laughs> read several... numerals. I'm not Roman. Despite several communication attempts, the SCP did not perform any other movements nor transmit other messages. Up to this date, the SCP has not responded to any message coming from any Foundation contact team or any other efforts from known groups of interest. Ghosted. Damn. <laughs> I, if I was going to be ghosted by anyone, I'd want it to be, like, the hot sun lady. But my, I guess my confusion is, like, she's the sun's brother, but it seems like she's specifically protecting Earth with her actions, but then it sa she says she's helping others. So can we only see the actions that are in regards to Earth? Like, I have uh, no more words left. Otherwise it would have been, like, noted that she was pointing to other stuff, right? Very, very confused, very interesting piece. I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. I liked it, but I just felt like it was a little too... Um, withdrawing with how much it wanted to tell oh i got a fucking sign in the wiki now hang on but i really liked it um how did you feel about tan i liked it as well i didn't remember it immediately but i remembered it very quickly quite intelligent right. um it, it's, it's a nice I, I i like it a lot it's um it's nice to, it's something you can imagine being in this world like you zoom in on the sun that thing's there yeah and it it, it, it it's it hints at other things as well it's all like the little thing that suggests many more things around it. I'm a writer. You can see I use my words good. Yeah, he's so good at using his words. How do you feel about it, Guare? Um, well, I, when I first read it, I really, I really like it. But the main reason why I wanted to show it here is because of how damn important it was. And it, despite coming from the Spanish wiki, like, you are, we are going to see much, but 
SCP has failed to win many tales, many, many canons, and a lot of... Yeah, I didn't actually know this was originally from the Spanish wiki. Um... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Alright, uh, you mentioned you already... one of the first. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? I, and I was about to say that this is also one of the first SCPs from the Spanish wiki, too. Not just in general, so... What to see quality coming early. So they came out the gate with bangers then over there, huh? That's pretty cool. Um, how many articles, Tan, like, do you think have been translated over to the main list since then? Like, because I know a lot of English articles get translated over, but, like, how many do you think the other wikis get? I'm not sure. Very curious. To the, to the main list, I don't know. Likely not many. Um, but, but in the... It, But well, um, now now the second article um, was going to be SCP ES 100. Oh, SCP, and this is a sequel, you said? No, no, no. Um, I I say the second article we got about, we were going to read. Oh, right, the second the second article. I got you. The, I got you. This is the start of the second series. Of the. In the Spanish branch. It's yeah, in the Spanish branch, each series only has 100 SCPs. This is the start of the second series. Oh! Oh, instead of 1,000, it goes by hundreds. Okay, yeah. I see. So this is sort of like their equivalent of the 1,000 contest. Yeah, kind of. I gotcha, I gotcha. All right, Tan, would you mind starting us off here? Oh, yes, absolutely. I wouldn't mind, but I'll do it anyway, because I, I care about this podcast and we need you to do it. You will do it. You don't have a choice. SCP-ES-100, threat level low, object class SAF-A. Special containment procedures. Instances of Requisition 2800 model elevators are listed and stored in the low-value item storage facility in Section G of Site 34. Update 0902-2007. In accordance with the guidelines agreed upon in the SCP-ES-100 full research protocol, a single instance of the Model 2800 elevator will be installed in the assigned experimental area for this use, located between sublevels 3 through 12 of Wing D of Site 34. The instances used will only be kept in operational condition during the course of the tests and must be replaced by a new instance approved by the project manager in charge of the SCP after an investigation cycle that will not exceed 20 days. Okay, so the, basically the SCP is all of these elevators, and they have to have a version of the elevator in their area, but they have to replace it every 20 days? Uh, I guess so. I, this is one I, I, I don't know anything about this one, so I'm, I'm on the same page. I, I, I discover an SCP. Oh, and there's one last yeah, note. Um, oh, sorry, what were you saying, Gwari? I We forgot to say that the name of the article is, for your safety, please use the stairs. Oh, uh, God. Oh no. And this was written okay. by... Oh, well, it says int translator. Do you happen to know who the original author is, Squarry? Um, yes. Yeah, just go to the Spanish wiki. Alright, how do um, I wiki. go to the Spanish wiki? I actually don't know how to navigate the wikis. The author was uh, Belasius. Belasius. Yes. Shout out to Belasius. Oh, let's get into the description. Object experimentation has been suspended indefinitely. Consult your site director if any of your proposals require the use of manipulation of this object. Description. 
SCP-ES-100 refers to a cognitohazardous effect that has tentatively been associated with Model 2800 elevators. Freight elevators of the Brimbo brand. <laughs> the Brimbo brand? Journey, but, yeah. That's during, one letter away from Bimbo, Tan. Hmm. During the journey between a home floor and a destination floor. Despite the fact that, at the time of writing, all experiments in controlled environments have been able to reproduce the anomaly presented during incident, oh Jesus Christ, 034-100-001-N3, the current hypothesis holds that exposure to the SCP induces temporal visual dissociative agnosia, preventing its subjects inside from recognizing their destination floor, their floor of origin, or any memory of disparities between the two. This sensation of alienation and disorientation seems to be intensified with each new journey, Aggravating the subject's state of anguish and fear to the point of refusing to leave the elevator. If I'd been there. If that hypothesis is correct, prolonged exposure to anomaly results in cognitive alterations such as a loss of the notion of time, paranoid psychosis, including auditory and visual hallucinatory episodes, personality dissociation, obsession with blue tonality, and lacuna amnesia. All traits associated with a possible fugue state caused by SCP's trauma. This kind of seems like. Um... Like the plot of, of a horror movie or something. Like everyone's stuck on the elevator and they don't want to leave. And yeah, one of them is the devil. Yeah, wait, wasn't that a movie? <laughs> that was a movie, yeah. Wait, what, what was it called? And... I can't remember. Devil. Yeah, it, was actually, it was called Devil. What's up, Corey? I, I was saying, I remember watching something like that, yeah. Yeah. I think it was actually just called Devil. We should go watch that later. That'd be fun. All right. So this is interesting. There's a recovery section here. We don't usually get one of those. Recovery. The SCP came to the attention, the attention of the Foundation on 07-14-2007 after an emergency call was made to the online maintenance and breakdown services of the Brimbo Company by POI 034-3701-ES100. From, it is assumed, the interior of a Model 2800 elevator located in the city of Valencia, Spain. Subsequent investigations showed that the Brimbo Company was unaware of the anomalous effects produced by the SCP and its Model 2800 elevators, which led to ruling out that the anomaly was intentionally introduced into its design. As a preventative measure, the production of Model 2800 elevators was suspended under the pretext of serious safety errors. Rip that well, company's fucking kind of, stock. I, well, I mean, it kind of is true. There were safety errors. <laughs> I guess, but it's not... <laughs> That's like that's like if a ghost possessed your house and it's like, well, it looks like this house uh, doesn't isn't up to code because a fucking ghost was in it. It's not their that's fault. Not, no, that's not true then, because like, there's nothing in the code about ghosts. Uh, if you don't know that, have you ever read the code, idiot? I do actually, because I'm a smart boy and I read everything with my big eyes. Foundation personnel requisitioned all Model 2800 cabins in service, mainly in the Iberian Peninsula and most of the countries that make up Latin America. I have to prove my geography cred. The Iberian Peninsula is that, is that like little uh, area of land just below France, and that's where Spain and Portugal are. Yeah, right next yeah, to the Gulf of California. Yeah, right. Yeah, so if anyone wants <laughs> to make fun of me for Gulf of California... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If anyone wants to make fun of me for Gulf of California, let's just say I remember places that matter, uh, like like Spain and Portugal, and well, I don't remember places that don't matter, like sure. California. I don't care about California. I'm look, sorry. You can sink. I don't care. Look, look, I'll jack in Seoul's Mexico. Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait, what? Oh, no. The Gulf of California is in Mexico. I'm sorry! <laughs> no! <laughs> Uh, bullshit! Plays Linkin Park and walks away. Anomalous edited Linkin Park. 
<laughs> Edit in fake Lincoln Park. Anomalous, give us a flashback to the time we didn't know what the government California is. No! Yeah. Is that real? I don't know geography. They're replaced by Model 31 elevators under the justification of a free joint urban renewal plan by the Brimbo Company and the state institutions of each region. Update in 02-14-2008. Despite the fact that the last of the Model 2800 elevators present in the official inventory of the Brimbo Company was withdrawn from circulation on 02-13-2008, it's been determined that an unknown number have not yet been acquired by the Foundation. It's believed that these are in public circulation, <laughs> possibly due to the illegal second-hand sale in the Who the fuck is smuggling elevators? <laughs> Boy, I've got something you need for your criminal complex. Drug Lord's like, I want to get to my second floor. <laughs> I don't want to be caught. <laughs> That's so good. Given the potential risk that presents the population, staff members of Mobile Task Force Sigma-22, Pradarks, currently maintain low-priority active tracking for new instances of Model 2800 elevators that still remain outside containment. So I want to make a note. I already opened this earlier to see how long the article was. I really like when you click the credentials. It's a really cool opening sequence. Just want to yeah. say that. The following portion of the file has been classified as Level 3 slash ES100. In order to view this article, it's necessary to check your security access level. Decrypting yeah. access to the system. Credentials checked. Access allowed. Loading requested file. I don't know why he's reading this since in the lore of the podcast we have these printed out like in a folder. So, um, I don't know. Maybe popcorn. You can tell me why you read out. <laughs> Incident 034.100.001 slash N3. Research report. Date. Actually, uh, mail. Yeah. Click, click the link below. It's the exact same thing, but looks better. The uh, is. What am I clicking? The link oh. in red. The link in red at the end of the report. The. Oh! Oh, there's like a real PDF. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Should I read that? Oh, yes. Okay, this is harder to read than the version on the page, but I will try to read this version. It does. It is cool. It looks like a, a real foundation a document, which is poggers. Like, this is already more effort than anything Tan's put into an article. I would just like to say out loud. Uh, it says it's mandatory that someone watches this girl. We need to know what she did in all that time. Uh, the date is. Uh, it looks like it's a back to American time. Uh, July twenty first, two thousand seven. Location, city of Valencia, Spain. Coordinates, 39.4 redacted degrees north. 0 0.39 redacted degrees... Uh, oh. West. Oh, west? I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, I will say, this is the first time I've seen like a redacted in an SCP article that legitimately makes sense because you would obviously redact coordinates. So shout out to this article again for another good first. Uh, present agents. Agent Ariadna... Uh, help me out here, Guari. How do I pronounce yep. that last name? Is that Yarado? Yarado, okay. Yarado. Yarado. Authorization Yarado. code. Yarado. Uh, authorization code for... Am, am I doing it wrong? I'm not trying to be ignorant. <laughs> Yarado. No, 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 don't worry. Okay, cool. Authorization code uh, 4694-824227, CR-611. Why the fuck am I reading this? It obviously doesn't matter. Can you, uh, can you sit in the first bed and catch it? <laughs> on 07-14-2007, at approximately 1823 hours, Andrea Vasquez Carrido, 16-year-old Caucasian female, 
took the elevator to the fourth floor in the building located at the Carrere del Redacted Street to make her usual journey from the ground floor to the fourth floor where her family home is located. I can normally roll my R's better, but my mouth is so fucking dry from reading Aetheral Space that I can't do it. <clears throat> it is known and recorded that Andrea Vasquez Garrido made a call and sent three text messages from inside the elevator cabin before reaching her destination on the fourth floor. It is estimated at the time the first message was sent that the journey inside the cabin took approximately five hours and 26 minutes. It has been verified that, in a non-anomalous situation, the duration of this trip does not exceed 31 seconds. Andrea Vasquez Garrido reached the fourth floor and returned to the family home at approximately 23.47 hours without the knowledge or memory of what she herself had related in her calls and messages sorry there was like a scp stamp over it in the version i'm reading and then there are some signatures you read this out please no uh because they're in cursive and i can't read cursive econ i thought you were good at reading yeah well i thought you were good at writing but eyes widened aether flared so get fucking owned i'm sorry i didn't mean that are you okay tan both in california (laughs) all right you know what fair enough i'll take that heat I'm sorry. I went too far with that one. Uh, Alright, do you want to take back over or do you want me to keep going, Tan? I'm happy to take over if you'd like. Go for it. Post-incident summary. In line with the standard operating procedure, a subsequent interview was conducted with the Andrea Vasquez Garrido, who is a POI, I'm not reading that fucking number every time, <laughs> as well as her family members and close acquaintances. These interviews turned out to be irrelevant for clarifying new information about the incident. How worthless. No. Due to the importance of the messages, the mobile phone devices of the POI and its its mother were requisitioned. The elevator cabin used by the POI during the incident was disassembled. Can I Oh sorry, finish the sentence. Was disassembled, replaced, and moved to Site 34 facilities, where it's currently stored. Can, can I say, uh, from the way they designed, like no. the 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 graphics with the with the picture here, and like how they had that original pers- per- report, and even the little loading thing when you do the collapsible, I think this feels like the most official. Like this feels like something. Uh, a, a group like the foundation would like write how you know like not all the secret super CSS whimsical stuff you know what I mean like this feels like a government document is what I'm reading in a cool way oh yes I really it should like be it. noted that the POI's mobile phone device did not record any outgoing calls or messages foundation assets made sure the messages were not deleted by the POI or another person either but not the mother's mobile phone device which received free text messages Please note that due to the psychological state of the POI, it's been impossible to know exactly whether other calls were made or messages sent in addition to those recorded during the course of the instance. The use of amnesic treatments... Amnesic. Like amnesia. Amnesic amnesic. treatment. Or among those involved was dismissed given the importance of the possible future... Okay, hold on. What's discosetante? I know this word. Is that... It's... Ooh... Is that dissociation? I'm trying to remember what that is in English. You got it one! I'm, I don't know, I'm guessing. Hang on, discosetante in English. I don't know. Wait, this okay. word isn't showing up. Hold on, help it's, me out, what, what is this? You seriously don't know what it means? I don't. It's only showing up in SCP-ES-100, so I think it's just like a misspelling. Oh. Ah. I think it means discontent. Among those involved, dismissed given the importance of their possible future testimonies. Instead, the Department of Disinformation, Censorship, and Recession created an appropriate alibi to cover up the incidents. 
Update 10.11.2007. At the request of the project manager in charge of the SCP investigation, a secret DNA match was requested, which confirmed the identity of the POI. Wait, what? Massive follow-up has currently been maintained on the POI and their family members. Hold on, I'm slightly confused. Who, who were they DNA matching? The POI. To who? Um, themselves? <laughs> I'm so... I, it's losing me a little Let's bit. Let's find out more. Yeah, Let's find out yeah, don't worry. This is confusing on purpose. We'll, okay, cool, okay. Cool. We'll let it make sense. I believe in you, Glory. If nothing else, I believe in you. <laughs> You're the only thing I still believe in, Glory. <laughs> yeah, Glory is my Ned Stark. Oh, Warning. No. This is a message from the Council of Metics Incognito Hazards Division. Following images have been purged for safe observation. Although no severe Cognito Hazard has been stationed to following images, it is advisable to proceed with caution during their observation. Text and audio 034. Dot, oh, I started reading the number 100002 and N3 transcriptions. Material presented below corresponds to communication attempts made by the POI between 1823 hours and 2347 hours on 07 14 2007, during what was supposed to be the POI's journey to its destination floor inside a model 2800 elevator. Oh, no. Don't get a model 2800 elevator, worst mistake of my fucking life. <laughs> Dates, 1823, 0714. They're all going to be on the same date, so um, I'm just going to skip that bit. Recipients, mother of POI, type text message. Mom, I think there's something wrong with the elevator at home. Can you go out and wait for me outside? And if you look image. at, like, the image opens up into, like, just outside. I think. But Dates, it's, like, all distorted. Yeah. I'm getting coverage again. <laughs> I'm getting coverage again. I'm really scared. I think there's someone here. The elevator number doesn't work well either. Mom, come now! Oh, <laughs> it's like a long hallway, creepy hallway. Yeah. And then we got a phone call. Um, at eight minutes right. past eight. Gora, you want to do this with me again? Do you want to be operator or yeah. Andrea? Um, operator. Go for it. The woman this time. I gotcha. I'm great at being a woman. Okay. Good afternoon. You have contacted the maintenance and breakdown service from the Adebar company. In order to help you, could you please tell me the serial number of your cabin first? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, thank you, my god, thank you. I need you to help me. Please give me the serial number of your cabin. Number? I, I don't know what you're talking about! Don't you understand? I need someone to come and help me right now! It's urgent! I am afraid if you don't give me the serial number, I won't be able to offer you assistance. Uh, don't! Don't hang up! Help me, please! So can, can she just fucking listen and get the number? Come on, Andrea. Fucking get it together. Something's wrong with this elevator! You've got to get me out of here! Are you referring to any type of breakdown? Are you locked inside the cabin? Yes, well, no, it's nothing like that. It's hard for me to explain. I, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm absolutely sure that every time I get to my floor, it's not the same. I'm sorry, I don't quite understand. What do you mean your floor isn't the same? At, at first, it was like a feeling that there was something wrong. I, I really don't know how to describe it. Every day I get on this elevator to my house on the fourth floor. Today I have also done it, but when I arrived, well, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as always. The walls were no longer the same. They were they were bluer. It's okay. You say that the colors of your floor were different. 
I need you to tell me now the serial number of your cat. Listen to me! I'm telling you it wasn't the same! It wasn't my house! I need you to believe me, please! I'm not crazy, really! Okay, relax. Isn't it possible they just painted the walls of your floor while you were in the building? I'm sure they haven't. They've always had the same color. Well, yeah, until they're fucking painted, dumbass. What if that's the whole- this isn't an anomaly. She's just like insanely crazy and no one wanted to doubt her. But they just- they weren't just the walls. When I got out of the elevator, there were other things. More differences. I, I didn't see them, but I did notice that they were there. Everything was very strange. I, I got scared and went back to the elevator. I just wanted to go back to the ground floor, but when the doors opened, it wasn't the same either. It had also changed. It's like a nightmare. You have to get me out of here, please. I don't want to end up in blue. I want to go home. Have you made sure to correctly press the number of your target floor? may have been confused, dude. Are you even listening to me? I don't even think I'm in the same building anymore. I would I would have hung up on her by now, I'll be honest. I'm a bad person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm I not dealing with this woman today. I wouldn't have hung up, definitely not. Because you want to get your talk time up on me, so that's a... Uh, oh, call center <laughs> Chad. He's like, listen, we got a 90% <laughs> call rate. Something must have happened to the elevator. I, I think it's the blue one, I'm sure. I've tried several times, but every time the door's open, my floor is completely different. It's like there's always a new shade of blue waiting for me. I need you to help me. Alright, stay calm. In order to help you, you need to give me the serial number of your cabin. You can find it on the- God, are, are you listening to them? Not again. I, I beg your pardon? The whispers, the voices. Don't you hear them? They've started again. Just give them the fucking serial number. Oh my god. Oh, I only he can help you if you have the serial number. <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> and well, um, no, I only hear you. Um, as I was saying, you can find the serial number shh, on- Shh, 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 shh. One second. They're mumbling something. You know, they think I can't hear them, but it's not true, I do. Even though they whisper from the deepest blue. But I don't understand what they say. I'm not sure they use words. Do you think I should answer them? No, 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 I'm so afraid to do it. I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. It's them, don't you see? Why won't you listen to me? Why doesn't anyone listen to me? Now I know it's always been them. They're looking at me, but I don't want to see them. Nobody wants to see them, do you understand? I think they don't like me telling you this. They're watching me from the blue. Since I got in the elevator, but maybe they did it a long time before. You have to get me out of here. Get me out of here, please! I repeat it again. I need your serial number, your cabin serial number. Oh. I will no. not be able to continue to offer you <laughs> No, please don't make me do it. I know. <laughs> Why? If she gave him the serial number, he could determine which elevator it was and send someone there and end the anomaly. But no. I know they're there. I'm afraid to turn around and see them looking at me behind this. Um, hello? What? What's that sound? Are you still there? Hello? Um, answer me. Are you still there? Hello? This is like when we did the Ekranak episode, am I right, fellas? Ta topical reference. In the blue! Um, are you there? I can hear ya. Hello? Hello? Damn. And then, uh, like two hours later, we have another text message from the mother of the P.O. I assume P.O.I. Where are... And it says, uh, where are you, mom? Everything's in the blue. They're in the blue. Am I in the blue? Why don't you answer? And there's like a distorted, purpley, bluey image of like a fucked up hallway. And then... Yeah, yeah, like my house. Updates on the 10th of, of, 
On the 3rd, 2007, the requisitioned mobile phone device, the mother of the POI, received a new message with a number associated to the POI. The verification of the requisitioned mobile phone device showed that it had made no, not made any new calls since its seizure. And it says, And there's like a, an even more fucked up hallway and there's like a shadowy person in it. Yeah, that's me. Quarry! You, you sly dog! Let her out of there! Seriously? Quarry. End of project cancellation. On 2-12-2010, Site-34's management determined to finalize the agreed study protocol for SCP-US-100, as well as the indefinite cancellation of associated experimental trials. Further information on the decision taken can be obtained by requesting documentation associated with this opinion, which is uh, a little document we have here. Let's open it. Oh, an offset. Yeah. I, oh I don't my have, I, don't, I don't have the strength to read this all. I don't. I don't. I don't. Is this like... Yeah, I will. So, I will. Don't worry. Are we allowed? Are we allowed to forego this quarry? Do I have your permission? Is this the ending, or is this like additional not, materials? Not really. Not really. This is like the halfway point. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, please go ahead. Um, okay. Um, introduction to the erratic behavior of Dr. Jeremy Ashworth, caused by personal reasons unrelated to his work at the Foundation on 2-12-2010, Essex Committee of Site 34. Agreed to remove him from active duty. The retirement of Dr. Jeremy Ashworth, project leader, and the lack of progress in their research has risen enough for Site 34 management to determine to finalize the agreed study protocol for SCP ES 100, as the indefinite cancellation of its associated experimental trials. No essential staff assigned to SCP ES 100 are assigned to new projects of Site 34. Causes of doc for Dr. Ashworth retirement may be known through the following samples, which corroborate the investigator's emotional deterioration. By Dr. Ross Heyman, a committee member site 34. Now I we have. I don't know if I have the strength. Do you have the strength, Tan? I can read some emails. I can be some people. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. <clears throat> From Samuel Havelock to Jerome Ashworth. Subject, congratulations. I know perfectly well what you're going to tell me to do, and you're absolutely right. I love, like, you got that voice just from the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple of months ago, I forgot to congratulate you on your promotion as a project manager. And it was wrong, but forgetting to congratulate you on the birth of your daughter puts me at the top of the list of worst friends in the world. I hope you can forgive me, if only because I would hate to miss Kath's incredible apple pie on those horrible barbecues you insist on continuing to make on the first Saturday of every month. If it helps, think that this time I haven't forgotten. I've only been late just a uh, week. Now seriously, congratulations for the little one. Can't think of better parents than Catherine and you, and congratulations more than delayed for your promotion too. I owe you a few beers to celebrate. Now I'll see you much more in the D-Wing, won't I? Dr. Samuel Havelock, Ethics Committee, Site 34. I'm from Jeremiah Samuel Havelock. Knowing you, I didn't even expect you to congratulate me, so I'll take this as a moral victory over that lousy memory of yours. And yes, I have had a beautiful daughter named Emily, though her godfather hasn't yet deigned to meet her in person, and I'm still the project manager of a boring anomaly that I very much doubt we'll be able to replicate before those above cut our testing budget and end up being just a piece of junk, picking up dust in the warehouse for low-value items. 
I'll see you Saturday in the garden of my house. I don't accept excuses. I sincerely want to see you escape Cass' anger. All right, and this next one is from Jerome and Adrian to Christian, Elena, Cece, Kylan, and Leanne. So I don't know if no, I should no, be it's reading. Only from Jerome. Oh, it's only from Jerome. My bad. Yeah, if you if you put the mouse over there, it shows ah, you. Sorry, Tane, you're gonna have to read all the rest of these emails. Voice. Yeah. Important. I'll read this. We know that there are many horrors that populate a world that we insist on calling our own. Working in the Foundation makes us overly aware of this. For our luck, the human psyche tends to normalize that which is abnormal, to give meaning, even if it doesn't have meaning, even if it is a lot. That blurred shadow of doubt that perceived from the corner of our eyes, thinking it's our brain that plays a trick on us. When we feel an insufferable pain, we faint. When we feel an unrecognizable horror, we deceive ourselves. We are capable of unconsciously discarding those things that lack meaning for us, trying, in the best possible way, to rationalize that which cannot be explained. An original means of protecting our sanity in the face of a horror that our mind neither wants nor desires to understand. Andrea, that unfortunate girl who got on the elevator never to return home, for a reason we don't know, would worry that something strange was going on, that something was wrong when the doors opened to that floor she knew was not hers. That's why she didn't get off. <laughs> She get, she opens the elevator. Never, you weren't supposed to be here in the blue. <laughs> when we all would have done it, we would have been fooled by our brains and got off on that floor. But she didn't, and that's why she sealed her fates. For for those who are uninitiated, Tan and I have been watching Game of Thrones, and there's a scene where there's like an assassin trying to kill a kid, and he goes, uh, "You weren't supposed to be here." And we just like to imagine he pops up in every situation. <laughs> it's just like a spawning enemy, it's like Skyrim. By the way, in which season are you two on? We're, we're near the end of season two. Yeah, we're near the end of season oh. two. Tan's theoretically seen the whole show. I haven't, so no spoils, please. But well, I'd say like... seen the whole show. I've not seen like past season four. Oh, oh, on God, um, on God. Okay. Um, I only, I only read the book, so no spoiler for my part. Yes, sir. Yeah, but what we're... extent can we can? No, no, continue. I was just gonna say more Game of Thrones shit. Keep going. What extent can we continue to deceive ourselves when we know the truth? We know from our experience at the Foundation that not all stories always have a happy ending. No, no, although we know that our goal was impossible, we still hope to achieve it. A small victory in an immensity of bitter defeats. I don't think we'll ever find her. Dr. Jerome Ashworth, Project Manager, Site 34. You know, there's always so many scary, like, cracks in reality people slip into. Do you think there's, like, an anomaly that, like, seems scary and then they go and it's, like, paradise on the other end? It's just, like, a bunch of, like, it, random what, what, kidnapped people chilling. Um, uh, what'd you say, Gwari? I think you might have cut out. Um, I, I, just, I said Canada. Oh, Canada? That's what I Canada is? People who slip through the cracks? Like, no, I don't want to go to Canada! Mm, actually, Canada's not so bad. I like Canada now. <laughs> Morning, team. As a temporary measure, I've distrib distributed between you USB sticks with a unique encoding of digits created by an encryption algorithm. Wow, that sounds Please. like encrypting a USB stick. Please, until further notice, always carry these USB sticks with you, even outside the Site 34 installation. <laughs> Adrian, I think I remember warning you about this last week. I'm not too pleased. Your last measurements use reality gradients again. I don't want to get heavy on this subject again, but you'll know the danger of translating those figures to the scale we use in the projects. Maybe in the Department of Onthropic Research you'll use this manager system, and I respect it, but not here. This message is also valid for the rest. No reality gradients. 
I'm wagging my finger very violently as we're speaking here. Damn. <laughs> Alright, I'll read this anyway, news. Do, do you two have any guess of... Do you two have any guess on what the anomaly actually is? I'm not... Well, I think it is an anomaly that goes somewhere else. I don't know the specifics. I, I truly couldn't tell you, but we're almost at the end, so hopefully we, we learn soon. It seems like an elevator... I don't think the elevator just makes you think you're somewhere else. I think it actually... Yeah. Well, no, 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 they did I mention... Think, think... Hold on. That, they did mention that... Um, that's what it does, but none of them have come close to recreating the first incident, and the first incident was her going to somewhere else. So maybe it's like... It, I uh, that she, like, came out the other way, but I don't think that's really her. I think that's, like, a oculus facsimile. Ooh, a facsimile. Maybe the shadow person we saw in the hallway. Scary. You know what that kind of reminds me of Almost Tans? Do you remember in your... The one you wrote no. that was like the... De no, no, no. Uh, do you remember that the one you wrote about like you did the game and the guy's twin brother came out or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of gives me that vibe. Like maybe it was like someone else was like, I'm going to take your life now, smile. Okay, I'll read this newspaper clipping so Tan can rest his weary throat. Drunk driver causes an accident. Two dead after a head-on collision. A woman and her three-year-old daughter were killed after the vehicle in which they were traveling caught fire. Two people, a 38-year-old woman and her three-year-old daughter, died last night as a result of a brutal frontal accident between two vehicles on the, on the Brimbo Highway. The first investigations indicate that one of the cars involved, whose driver is hospitalized in a serious state and in police custody after testing positive for alcohol, drove on the opposite side of the road, causing the collision. After the impact, the vehicle in which the victims were traveling began to burn. When the doctors arrived at the scene of the accident, both the woman and her daughter had already died. Oh. Oh, guys, I think this might have been this guy's wife and daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I just think. All right. Uh, Gwari, do you want to do this with me, or do you want to do it with Tan, or do you want us to do it? How are you feeling? Um, who, um, yeah, I, I want to do it. Um, who is, has the... Um, okay, how to phrase it? Or who uh, has the list? All right, you'll do Havworth or Havelock, and then Tan will do Ashworth. Okay. All right, let's do it. Use the radiance introduction then, Don't you can pull your way around here and read that Human Resources Department, Office of Mental Health and Psychiatry, lol. Post-incident interview transcript. Interviewed, Dr. Jerome Ashworth. Interviewer, Dr. Samuel Havelock, psychiatrist. Introduction. The interview took place after Dr. Jerome Ashworth received news of the death of his wife and daughter in a car accident. Dr. Samuel Havelock, a friend of the interviewee, personally asked to participate in the follow-up interview. Okay, Begin beginning inter of interview in that date. Hello, Jeremy. Good night. Do you need something else? No, thanks. I'm fine. I think you know why we are having this conversation. How are you feeling? I don't know what you mean, Samuel. The accident. Catherine. Emily. Don't worry, it's not them. It's not them? I don't understand. That, that's right, it's not them. What are you talking about, Jeremy? They died just over an hour ago, in a car accident. I repeat, it's not them. Don't worry, everything is fine. I understand you are denying what's happening. Believe me, this is terrible news. I cannot imagine what I would do in your situation. The Quibos know they are this. You are my friend, and I am concerned about your condition. It's been barely an hour. It's like, <laughs> give it some time. Let him breathe. I'm not denying anything, Samuel. I'm fine, really. I am telling you that they are neither my Catherine nor my Emily. The numbers don't match. It's just not them. 
I don't understand what you're talking about. Your wife and doctor are dead. <laughs> of course not. I may, I may have never told you here. Look. Look, Jeremy. It's clear you are not well. You should take the week off. Possibly the whole month, even. You know, I should do it too. Please stay with me these days. You need to assimilate the news. Has it ever happened to you that you go looking for something where you think you left it, and it turns out that it's not there, but you end up finding what you were looking for is somewhere else? Your car keys, for example, the shirt that you decided to come to work with this morning, a bottle of milk that you thought you had bought in the store, but that is not in the bag when you place the purchase. What's all this about? It happens to all of us. It's just about memory. Just that we assume it's our memory, that we're to blame for it, that we, that we are incapable of remembering where we have put these things. What about those times when you have a clear memory, but when you ask someone else, they don't remember the same way? Your wife thinks you love a dish when you've hated it all your life, or that childhood program, and you remember it so well in your head, but it's vaguely different when you've seen it again as an adult and you want to share it with your, your daughter. Some memories are stronger than others. They have a different impact for each person. People do not live experiences the same way. Dr. Jerome Ashworth drank a sip of water from the glass. That's right. That, that's right. But what if it wasn't like that? What if I perfectly remembered my childhood program, but here it wasn't the same? What if I had really bought the milk, but when it arrived in my kitchen, in my kitchen here, I would never have bought it? What if where, where I came from, neither Kathleen nor Emily would have led to go to the night shop to buy that milk that I hadn't forgotten. What if the numbers were different? Are you listening to yourself? Doesn't your telling make sense? Honestly, I don't expect you to understand. I'm fine, Samuel. That's what's important. Dr. Jerome Ashworth rises from the table. Why are you getting up? Where are you going, Jerome? I intend to go home with my Catherine and my Emily. If you'll excuse me, I have to take an elevator. Dr. Jerome Ashworth leaves the room. Well, here's what confuses me is like, you could take this one of two ways is that he figured out the elevators like where the things that slip through reality go. But also uh, it could be that this is like him coping and he's just going to his death right now. Like, so I am truly at a loss. I, I think I liked this article. I think it had a strong, cool premise. It was really well put together visually and the writing was decent, but I think it kind of, I don't want to say it lost itself because it, it literally could be I'm missing the point because Guara, you mentioned that you you know what's going on here and I would I would implore you to share that. But as <laughs> yeah, you tell me before I rate it. Actually, tell me what's up. So far, we, we, it isn't finished yet. Have to go back. Have to go back. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, um, click the link again. Which uh, link? Do you remember the SCPS one hundred? Okay, I'm back at SCPS one hundred. Okay, so look at the top. Paid version. Click here to see level four. What? Oh. There's more? I can't. Do, I can't keep going. <laughs> I can't. Don't worry. This one is short. This one is short. Okay. How do I get in? What's the user ID and password? Okay. User ID is g dot ashworth. G dot ashworth. The, and the password I will share it on the Discord. Uh. All right. Is how many like, like know this? Like, uh, well, 070907 is the date of the incident, and j.ashworth is his username in the emails. Oh, it says... 
I, I can't I can't log in with with that password. Is it G dot It says yeah, okay, it says incorrect password. user ID or password. So I do J dot Ashword. Then it says password hint the day of my little Emily. Oh, so that's the birthday in the email. Are you sure it's oh seven oh nine oh seven? It might be oh nine oh seven oh seven. Okay, okay, go to the discussion page. It's yeah, yeah, 090707 works. That's how I got in. Yeah, me too. Boarding system, please wait. Oh, this is cool. Checking system root files, checked. Synchronizing events, cyber events over, please wait. Access granted. Welcome back, Dr. Ashworth. Last time the access system was on a 2010. Something virtual document from the SCP, please wait. Credential verification is required to continue. Keep you your eyes fixed on the screen. <laughs> Please do not play during the process. Image caption process. Initiate puzzle coordinate, including algorithms. Cross checking codes in the foundation play database. Selecting virtual document from the SCP. Please click on link below to continue. Oh, now we have the cool CSS. Okay. Yes. Oh my god, it's. You said it was short, Guari. You lied. I can't. I can't. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take this from here. Tan, have you said you could do it? I can do it. Oh, Watch me roar. What about when there was one page, the one track of footprints in the wiki? That's when I carried you. Threat oh. level critical. Object class Kater. Spell containment procedures. Due to the random nature of events associated with the SCP, no conceivable containment methods are viable. Since there are no feasible alternatives to contain the SCP, procedures are currently limited to monitoring events associated with the anomaly and administering amnestics to the affected population. If it is necessary to suppress the anomaly in a public area, containment efforts will be carried out by com competent, competent authorities and local media agencies under the framework of a standard disinformation campaign. Description. The SCP refers to an exodimensional anomaly that affects all elevators and freight elevator cabins regardless of the model or company that designed or manufactured them or the location where they are installed. The SCP's effects always manifest during the journey of an elevator or freight elevator from its floor of origin to its floor of detonation. Cabins affected by the SCP, henceforth referred to as native cabins, are forced through an Everett DeWitt quantum decoherence, displacing them, as well as anything in its interior, to a parallel universe upon reaching its destination floor. The native cabin is likewise replaced by a version coming from a parallel universe, henceforth referred to as a foreign cabin, arriving at the universe of origin. I love this because this implies that no one ever used to like forget things or misremember things before elevators existed. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> In the vast majority of cases, differences between the universe of origin and the parallel universe of destination prove to be less than 0.021% scale, making them practically imperceptible to subjects who travel to the This is how you know Tan didn't succeed well in science, as you can't read the notation. I believe, the it's, it's, I believe it's a 99.41% uh, like range with a 3.54 standard deviation. The similarities between universes and the lack of reliable observers make it extremely difficult or even possible to distinguish between the foreign cabin of the parallel universe and the native cabin, or even that of a completely different parallel universe. Due to the shared similarities between universes, the foreign cabin, as well as anything within it, are generally indistinguishable from the original universe's cabin for observers in the original universe, only perceiving noticeable changes in those cases where the foreign cabin originates from parallel universe with differences greater than 2.9% on the Lowridge scale. This is a fucking. This is some Steins Gate shit. You have to get the number ticker over. It's been proven that the anomalous effects of the SCP occur in 2% of the test runs carried out in elevators or freight elevators, with the remaining 98% impossible to detect with the methods currently available. Can I know your ass has seen Steins Gate? This is Steins Gate. Yeah. 
And what's Tangage? Uh, it's an anime about time travel, and they also have some like parallel universe timeline bullshit where they have to get past like a a certain threshold to like fully change fate, because otherwise the universes are too s- similar. So they have to like do some bullshit. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's very good. Vendum anomaly tracking. On 10-3-2009, in response to a team led by Dr. Jerome Ashworth to research the SCP, a hash computable function was created by Foundation computer technicians using a secure cryptographic algorithm with the purpose of facilitating the distinction of the universe's origin by means of a fixed length string. Due to the random sources of origin and the verification of the authentic information and use of strings, the comparison of the obtained value has an implicit reliability of 96.99% when distinguishing the universe of origin from an alternate parallel universe. As a redundant part of the Foundation's security system, on 04-27-2010, an anomalous jury of nine members of the Ethics Committee approved, as a pilot test, the implementation of said fixed-length chain in the subdernal identifications of Site-81, Site-34, or an Area-103 staff members. On 01-01-2011, this measure was secretly implemented in the rest of the Foundation's facilities, proving to be the most reliable tool for recognition and identification of exodimensional discrepancies between the staff to date. Addendum. I will do the um, last one. Okay. Um, addendum ancillary emergency protocols. If the neutralization of any associated set is necessary, the deployment of the closest available mobile task force is always authorized. Cases where this does occur, a specialized mobile task force, Lambda 44, Welcome Committee, is be deployed to the affected location as logistical and intelligence support. Update. M102211. Foundation staff affected by an event associated with SCP 100 that demonstrated discrepancies greater than 0.256% on the Ludwig scales had to be put into medical informational quarantine, subjected to a debriefing in accordance with standard operation procedures, and declared missing by the relevant laws informers agencies in situations it is deemed appropriate. Containment protocols relevant to extra-dimensional human anomalies which always be applied in this case. Here's where this gets tricky. So so this anomaly that can happen in any elevator takes you to um, parallel universes. So obviously Ashworth did that because like he wanted one where his family was alive. But if you always end up in a parallel universe, then isn't there already a version of you in that universe? Or do you like delete that version by coming into that universe? Um, okay. I understood it as... Um, you- it's almost like the two, the two parallel versions come not the parallel version are like two, um, and you, one, enters, one goes to your universe and one goes to the other. Oh, okay, so the one, so when you enter the universe, that other one goes to yours. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Alright, okay, do, so, do you guys want me to do this, or do you want to read this one, Gwari? I'll leave it up to you. Um, I think it's Donnell's okay, turn. Yeah. I'm leaving it to Guar. What do you want to do, Guar? Okay. You, you, you decide. Okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. I can do it don't if you, you want. Mean... I'm just offering. Oh, no, no, don't worry. I'll do it, I'll do it. Go for it. Okay, document 034.100.022 slash N4. Informative Memorandum. Classified Memorandum in Cosmology Division. From Dr. Anne Sterling. Date 04-11-2011. Subject assessment of SCP ES 100 and its implications. <clears throat> After reviewing his, reviewing his notes, it is indisputable that Dr. Jerome Ashworth 
did an excellent job in studying SCP ES100 as well as tracking events associated with the anomaly during the years the team operated. We are certain that this anomaly has been and still is one of the main causes of disappearances in the modern day. In addition, it entails a potential danger due to the possibility of extra-dimensional entities or pathogens appearing. It has not been catalogued in large urban conglomerations. This makes it difficult to minimize possible victims should such a situation occur. Likewise, the suppression of these events has given a real headache to the disinformation censorship as an excision department, forcing the Foundation to work with the local security agencies to cover up major events. Thanks to the false diagnosis of schizophrenia among those affected by the anomaly and the dissemination in popular culture of the so-called Mandela effect, SCP-ES-100 remains unknown among a large part of the population. In the worst case scenario, it is labeled as a simple sensationalist hoax. Unfortunately, at the moment, the only possible way to contain the anomaly will be removing other elevators and freight elevators in the world, which could inevitably have a massive negative impact on modern life as we know it today. Because of this, our efforts are focused on seeking and finding alternative non-anomalous means to replace this technology. The foundation did in late 1991 with telephone booths. Wait, does, does this imply that telephone booths only phased out because they did some fuck shit? Yeah. <laughs> Lol. In addition, the foundation has funded measures to reduce the occurrence of events as of a few years ago by promoting healthy lifestyles and habits amongst the population. What had happened to the previous SPS 100 research teams? The request for the sake amnestic treatment forget participation in the project has taught us that filtering out the true nature of the anomaly will cause panic among staff. I advise that for security reasons, all information of SCP-100 should be concealed from outside personnel. Gentiles, reversing the changes made in your report, retaining only the original information about this anomaly, and obviously erroneous information as well, level 3 or below personnel. It is not yet known to us whether SCP-100 contaminated elevators and freight elevators in recent years, whether their operation has always involved its anomalies in its invasion. At this time, it is irrelevant. Our main concern does not lie in the 98% of cases where the changes will never be evident. Rather, we need to focus on the 2% that we can be aware of. For your own safety, use the stairs. My fat ass would not use the stairs. I would still be using elevators. I'll take the chances. <laughs> Up to I all right. That's cool. That's a really cool SCP. I'll admit it. It took a long time to get to it. Uh, there was a lot to read, but honestly, very clever. It's really well put together visually. There's a lot of cool effects at use here, and I'm surprised this doesn't have as much attention as as I think it deserves. To be honest, I'll give yeah, this it's one. a problem of the international of the international skips. Few of them ever stand out. Yeah. It's it's honestly a crying shame because I think this one's really good. I mean, there are like a few minor like spelling errors. Like I I think there was a time where instead of P O I it was P D I. But like this is a really well put together and clever article with a lot of heart and thought put into it that I honestly liked. I'm gonna give it a big fat twelve out of ten. Hmm. Really really liked it. That was good. Good choice, Quarry. But that went. Oh sorry, what were you saying? Out of curiosity, before reading these last offsets. 
What would you give it? If we had just read in the last two parts, I was gonna say it seemed confusing and it slowed down in the middle with the emails and it was too vague and I was gonna give it like an eight out of ten. Oh, so definitely glad we read this last part. Very cool and very interesting that like the the discrepancy is that uh, Ashworth had the clearance to know this, but the guy he was talking to did not because it's like so under lockdown. Which is, which is really cool. You don't see that interaction a lot in articles where two doctors talk and one has information the other doesn't about something because of clearance. I think that should be explored more. It's a really cool mechanic. Um, yeah, I really like that. Uh, I like it as well. Yeah, very good stuff. Uh, we are way over time, though. We're at an hour 20, and we still have to read comments, so... Uh, I don't think we have that many comments. I'll try to read them all, but if we do have a lot, then I might yeah, lost skip. lost a lot of viewers last episode, so... Yeah, this, did we? No, I'm joking. This is so sad. All right, I'm going to try and speed read. Uh, do you want to stick around for comment reading, Squire, or would you prefer to, to just head out and me and Tan do these? It's up to you. Um, um, how, how would you prefer? Uh, I don't mind if you stick around with us. It's it's mostly just going to be me reading, and then if you and Tan want to react, you can. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I'll stick around. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, JTKC says, Bubble the Clown? More like Bubble the Circus Carcaradon. Banger episode once again, loving the Bellaverse stuff, and I can't wait for the guest episode. I hope the guest is Tanhony, writer of hits like SCP-5000 and Elmogus SCP. can't spell JTKC. It's Have writer. Alright. Haven't been reading much SCP recently, probably because of Tan's attitude, which is why I haven't been giving recommendations, but Bellaverse Def got me interested again. Yeah, this is... The the advent of Elden Ring is making Bell... 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 Oh my god. Bellaverse eat really well, I think, right now. And I think a lot of people are going to be writing for it. Um, recommendations are SCP-5935, Blood and the Breaking of My Heart by DJ Cactus. A very Cactus article with a lot of pros, but a lot of sag. Uh, unfortunately, I hate Cactus. Since you guys are doing a tale series, I'll put my favorites. Anastasia, starting with SCP-5391 by J. Dune. Very cool action stuff. J. Dune, very based author. And Apotheosis, starting with 3396 by Cadaver Commander. Also a based author. And this series means a lot to me personally, because it's one of the first few series that encouraged me to deep dive into SCP and by extension find this podcast. Anyways, have a nice week, guys. You too, JT. Yeah, don't you see you have any good. Awesome. Uh, three yellow arrows, listen to our password. Dark Souls style names, let's see. 2337, The Ballyhoo Bird. Uh, 2428, Mr. Mad, Defender of Psyche. 1985, Wanderer of the Ends. And 3786, Abdominus Hound. That's a good one. And an honorable mention to read this in a stupid voice. 5688, Twisty Tommy Two Hands. It's me, that's what they used to call me back in my war criminal days. (laughs) Good day says. <laughs> uh, Good day says more Bellaverse. Heck yeah! I definitely need to write for that one of these days. Also, for O three five, the image isn't randomly generated when you load the page. It's just a really long GIF. <laughs> Marvelous. Bring me his head. Yes, please. Uh, King T Rex says can't think of a funny comment. So here's some password names. Uh, Six eight two, the Dragon of the Seven Sealed King. 993, the jester of blood and lies. 2000, the salvation that wasn't. Uh, 610, the flesh that hates. It already has a very Dark Souls name, so there's no point. Then why'd you put it down there, forehead? (laughs) (laughs) SCP-076, the swordman of fury. SCP-001, does the black moon hell? Uh, Lan. No. 
Lance has been sick in bed all day, and listening to this really cheered me up. Thanks, guys. And then... the healing wards. Suare, this is my favorite. Like, two hours after he wrote that, you were like, I hope you feel better now. Like, he instantly wow. healed. And I almost cast some healing spells. And I almost cast healing spells on, on our boy, Lan. Uh, Hamilton says, I love Lord of the Rings. You kids are really something. <laughs> yeah, me too, buddy. Also, please kill Hamilton. This one fucked me up because this is, I believe it's your boy Ian, but I thought it was your boy Lan and Lan had an alt account and I didn't know how to cope. Uh, your boy Ian uh, says, all right, here's my SCP Dark Soul name thing. 3001, King of Nothing. 3999, Soul of Suffering. 001, Clef, The Sun Spear. 1000, Bygone Lords. Bygone Lords is probably the best one there. Take this as a person who has uh, never played or watched Dark Souls. Okay. Uh, Andriana Renevo did some timestamps. Chaitelia says, huh. Only now does Darnell know about O35? That mask is one of the most popular SCPs. Some even ship the thing with O49, the Plague Doctor. Um, random question. Do you guys know Two Steps from Hell? I've been a fan of their music for years. I'm not sure if their music is your type, though. Uh, I don't, I've never heard of them. Or if I have, I, I don't recognize them by name alone. Have you, Tanner Quarry? Uh, no. So, well, I know I know of them, but not my music. <laughs> Sorry, I only listen to outsider music like Neutral Milk Hotel and. Uh, I only listen Chevelle. to uh, Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword OST. <laughs> oh my god, are you my friend? <laughs> he listens to Nintendo OSTs. No, just that one game. Oh, uh, that's fair. Uh, Thought experiments and other stuff says time to go to sleep as I listen to the boys goof around while rain softly pitter patters on my window. That's not rain; those are my footsteps. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. I'm approaching. Uh, and then lastly, Guare uh, uh, Fernandez. Guare <laughs> Fernandez Emil says, "Yay, more Bellaverse!" <laughs> okay, that's a good bit. Yay, more Bellaverse! I'm really going to enjoy this episode, but I have the feeling I'll like the next one even more. By the way, it's been a while since I've recommended stuff to read, so I guess it's about time I do that again. <laughs> one seven nine ES one hundred. That's fucking. You, you congratulations! You're the very first person who had their recommendations fulfilled by cheats. I had to take the chance. You're a hacker, Guare. Let it stand, Guare. It took uh, Boris two years, and he didn't watch the episode. Guare got it in one day, fellas. So exactly, suck it, every other fan. All right, well, it was really fun to have you on, Guare. You're very cool. Thank you for being a fan of our stuff. You are an awesome guy. Is there anything you want to plug or talk about to anyone before we close out the episode? Okay, so there is something I want to comment. Um, like, two years ago, you read already an Spanish SCP. 105. This is episode 105. Motherfucker. He got us. He got us! Dude, Guari, uh, everything is coming together. Uh, honestly, Guari put more thought into this episode than we've ever put into an episode. <laughs> which, which I feel stumped. I, I'm impressed. Is there anything else you want to plug, though? Um, well, right now, no. Everyone say hi to Guari in the Discord server. You better say hello. I'll know. Yeah, we'll know. I'm like I'm like Joffrey. Anyone who doesn't say hello to Guare gets their head cut off. Yeah, yeah, proof of that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again very much, man. Uh, and to everyone on the podcast, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.